Welcome to Dating While Tamil. It's a podcast sponsored by MyTamilDate.com, the best place to meet Tamil singles around the world. I mean, we got success stories coming up and it's amazing to see the growth. And I just want you, of course, to introduce mm-hmm. yourself, tell me what you're all about and uh, where people can find you if that's what you'd like. Uh, so my name is Anu or Anikiraha. I am a content creator, mainly on TikTok. Um, and I kind of became popular because I was doing a get ready with me before my date. And when I did that, that video really blew up. It got a couple million views and people really interested in my kind of dating life and my love life. Um, so that's kind of how I became a bit known on TikTok. But now I do all kinds of stuff as well. I obviously still do dates and um, dating content, but also, you know, more general food content, makeup content, and Tamil content as well. That I love to do. So that's a little bit about me. So I mentioned where people can find you. That sounded creepy, but obviously it meant through the sh- social sphere. And especially since you are uh, an online creator, that's obviously what I meant. Mm-hmm. Just letting everyone know out there. Uh, I think the, the <laughs> funny thing about trends with uh, what people consume days is finding that like interest and beauty in the mundane like like you said just get it get ready with me and you know how many of those videos I see of people studying at Harvard or just like sitting in a corner and just doing nothing it's amazing what people will look a live stream and b people who watch that live stream I love it it's like it's a very crazy like thought experiment like uh when the aliens come and this is what they're gonna see us doing there's obviously been a struggle in in, in our community and, and many others with uh, dating when you kind of still live at home. Home being where your guardians are, your parents are, where your family is. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I like to remember are all of the stories that uh, we've had from our past. And I know you're a social media creator now, but when you were in the situation where there were so many people in your residence, like how did you personally feel about dating I still live with my parents now so even until now if I do go on dates I do lie and I and I feel so bad but I don't really want to sit there and tell them I'm going on a date especially just because I know they're going to ask so many questions about who I'm going on a date with I try to talk to my parents about going on dates but it just too many questions that I just do not want to answer for example like who you're going on a date with tell us about the person where are you going what time will you be work um stuff about the person that I'm dating that I don't even know yet and it's really tiring and I feel like it's kind of a bad fit when you're starting to date someone or getting to know someone because I feel like if you start talking about it too early at home they get too many expectations And that's happened before where I've talked about someone and I've been like, hey, so I'm like going on a date and they've asked me about this person and the date just didn't go well. But for weeks on end, my parents would still ask me about the same person, but not realizing that we're not ever going on a second date. Um, So (laughs) I've learned to not just talk about going on a date with, but there are also other struggles that I've seen other people have. And specifically, if you're receiving gifts, Or if someone's sending flowers to your house in an Asian household, sometimes that can just be complicated because there's just too many questions and your parents are definitely going to get involved. So yeah, it is a bit of a struggle and you don't have complete independence that you would have when you were living by yourself. 
That's true. I mean, hey, uh, kudos to you for at least admitting to to them that you're actually going on a date at times. I mean, you said mm-hmm. you still said that you lied uh, a lot. I I remember when I was in like you know, grade six. So basically before even middle school, I know all our school systems are different, but before, way before high school, I was like, I would like to go out with this girl. And my, and, and Amma just laughed at me. She was just like, straight up, what are you talking about? I was so naive that I thought that that would be a good idea to even tell them. And then I always, I always wondered why my parents didn't think it, uh, didn't ask me about dating for like another 10 to 20 years you know what I mean they're like what is this yeah. guy still doing in the basement and why isn't he in, you know why isn't he out there why isn't he talking to us about women or something like yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's it's such a crazy thing I mean to think that you can be there you can't disclose to them one thing and then when you're out with your potential uh, partner significant other what have you you can't tell them anything either. It's like a tricky situation. At, mm. What day, at date five, they're like, "Oh, let's let's come over to your place," and you're like, "Well, about that." <laughs> number, yeah. number one, there's the idea that living with your parents could be looked down upon, especially a little in the past. I think now everyone's like the economy, yeah. and therefore <laughs> yeah. you are yeah. smart because you will have a lot of money later. But I think in the past, it was like a thing that you that was frowned upon, especially if you kind of dated within outside of your own culture. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Here, here where I am in Toronto, I mean, like it's very multicultural, but there were times when you would date someone, especially if they were I'd like to call them like white, white, like they they're from Canada. They're generations of, of Canadians here. And they just don't understand that. They're like, what do you mean you can't uh, leave after a certain time or what do you mean you have to come back? Why are you even still there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think personally for me, a big issue that my parents have is I I don't live in the safest area in London. So it's about what time I come home. And sometimes you say you're going to, or you expect that your date will finish early, but dates can go really well. And you end up having, you know, a part two or part three or go into the night. And I've had someone offer to drop me off home and drop me off home, but my parents are sometimes doing like Sherlock detective work and they're like well we had a car outside of the house when you were coming in who was in the car and I was so stressed because when once you're caught you can't lie because they know you're react you don't have enough time to think of a lie um so that's been like one of my really bad kind of situations and now I've learned like people can drop me off a couple roads away so I can have time to walk home um, or whatnot. But um, also, like I said earlier, with gift giving, or even just like you said, with people coming over, these days it is quite hard, especially when I'm living with my family and my sister lives with us and she's working from home. So she's always home. So there's not even a time where my parents are at work where I could invite someone over or, you know, do anything, which is the worst thing ever. But um I guess I've learned to date differently as well, if that makes sense. So I feel like traditionally you do have dates where you go over or you can kind of, I want to say chill or like relax together and have, you know, it doesn't have to be an outing. Um, but in that sense as well, I <laughs> the, think I've the outside learned to, Netflix and chill. Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel like I've learned to do, you know, explore other dates and do other things with people and get to know them as well, which has been fun as well. Funny thing that you mentioned is the the car situation. You know, when you're being driven home, 
um, yeah. by whomever you're with. And and of course, it's, it's, it's should, like this is stuff from like even the 90s, the classic, no matter what culture you're in, the classic, if you live on one block, you're being dropped off on another block. And then yeah. you, may, you may change or, or spritz yourself with some sort of like new car smell or something that, you know, takes out the other <laughs> smells, right? Yeah. And then you, you saunter on home and hopefully it's at a good time and hopefully you're good. Because especially yeah. nowadays, everyone's got that ring, uh, you know, yeah. uh, doorbell or whatever. Everyone can see everything. So, oh man, in the winter, I mean, our winters, uh, they aren't the worst, but they're pretty bad. And you, mm, definitely, can... you definitely want to be as close as possible to your home when you're being dropped off. Um, mm. When I was dating back then um, and living at home, uh, that wasn't a problem for me because I didn't have a car, so I couldn't drive anybody <laughs> home um, unless I got my parents' car. If I got my parents' car, I mean, uh, you know, you got you got to keep that thing clean. You got to gas it up. There, there's a lot of money implica- uh, monetary mm. implications there. Uh, uh, one of the funniest stories uh, that I have... Um, actually it involves my sibling too you brought up your sibling and that yeah. is the biggest that's the biggest wild card when it comes to living at home I think because your sibling could be your greatest enemy or your greatest friend I mean you're right. either exchanging favors for them covering for you or they're just straight up gonna kill you every time mm-hmm. it's like what were you doing out that night when we were supposed to <laughs> yeah. go to um you know um, Peripa's house or something it's like well you know <laughs> you're all you're all getting hot and they're just screwing you over right but yeah. one of the funniest stories I had was I'm about to sleep on a Saturday night because uh, you know I, I had nothing going on I get a text yeah. from a number I don't know and it was my brother's uh, secret girlfriend at the time and she's just like okay so we're dropping him off in like 10 minutes I'm like what do you mean and, there, and she's like, oh, he's not, he's not fit to walk in like oh. by himself. I'm like, okay. So I go, I go down there, you know, they're carrying him in like, she, uh, like, um, she got her brother to help him, my brother come into the house. This is after hours, everyone's asleep. So he, he saunters on in there. And then before I even get downstairs, he's just like wavering in the, in the dark, you know, a little too much consumption here. And then <laughs> I have to, bring him upstairs and then he starts changing I'm like there is no time for that you have to get in you have to get under the covers you know we're whispering there's no time for that to get under the covers take off your hat and just maybe take off your shirt like under the covers and lo and behold we do that scrambling around you hear Amma patrolling ever so slightly while the you know lights are off so we just hear the door open she checks in Luckily, she didn't either Ooh. vocalize that she suspected anything, but I like she probably yeah. knew uh, because of the car, <laughs> of course. But that was so it was so it was, it was a razor thin margin. It was like a, it was like an interception in Super Bowl in the Super Bowl, like <laughs> crazy, crazy. Or it was like a penalty yeah. kick in the World Cup like that we just saw. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to England, you know, never taking it home. Right. <laughs> You got beaten by my team, France, so I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. But wow. I know there were some question. I know there were questionable penalties. I I agree that there were questionable penalties. Yeah, the but your boy Kane. No, but your boy Kane missed that second penalty. I mean, come on, guys. you had it. You had the tie. Fine. I see. Fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was one of the funniest stories. Um, maybe I shouldn't have told, but it was it was a great <laughs> reminder of why dating while you're at home is tough. I mean, let's just talk yeah. about even speaking on the phone. How do you do that at night, right? Like, you got to run away to a corner. And if you're not in a big space, you're in a condo. Where are you doing that, right? Like, When you, are, when you do want to talk to them and it's late at night, 
you need to have a different motive or a I don't want to say someone that you throw under the bus. That sounds so horrible. But you need to have a best friend that your parents think you talk every day to. So you just need to time when you put them on loudspeaker. So when you're actually talking to your best friend, you put them on loudspeaker. So your parents are convinced you talk to them all the time. And that's your best friend. And you talk to them all the time. But when you have a partner or when you want to actually talk to someone, you can talk to them. And just act normal and confidence will get you so far where your parents will just think it's your best friend because you already talk to your best friend all the time. So whenever I talk to other people, my parents will come in and I'll be like, oh, it's, you know, my best friend. And they'll be like, oh, okay, hi. And then I'll be like, oh, my best friend says hi back. None of this is actually happening, by the way. None of this is, you know, my, it's probably the boy I'm dating and they don't even know. But because my parents, you know, Asian parents normally get really shy about talking to your friends on the phone, whatever. So they'll just be like, oh, I'll leave you to it. And they yeah, always just, just be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I've I never don't... got caught. And that's happened so many times where I've been like, oh, do you want to say hi? And they're like, oh, no, no, don't worry. Bye. And then they'll just leave. <laughs> so you just need to do it with confidence. Honestly, that's pretty genius. I mean, to, to just straight up walk by while they're watching like Superstar or something or JSC, and, and, and you're <laughs> just like, like so yeah, so, yeah. So we're you know we're just uh, gonna hang out at the library doing some studying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I used to when I was younger, I used to say library, but now that I'm a bit older, I can't even use that excuse excuse anymore. It really sucks because that was such a safe option, and my parents would always you know. Even if I was late, they'll be like, oh, no, she's like, how did you do that? Like, she's studying. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then your grades sucked and they're like, what is yeah. what Yeah. I think the funny thing with libraries is that they have definitely made a resurgence, at least here. Um, they have like technologists and 3D printing studios and D, like mm. you, can, you can have Kindle subscriptions. Like they're actually popping. And, oh. and uh, I think the majority of people don't know that and they don't want to use it and obviously COVID kind of ruins certain things where it's like mm. oh I don't want a physical book what if someone sneezed in there or something <laughs> and you open it and mm. the sneeze comes out right? so uh, yeah. I, I think um yes you can't it's harder to make that excuse unless you've already been kind of frequenting the library yeah I don't even know what you would uh what you would say now it's like uh, I think I'm out of the demographic there but uh, <laughs> I think back then uh, I would say I'm going to play soccer right so mm. I'd get in, I'd get all my gear together, uh, bring it to my buddies and then, and then I'd change and go somewhere else. Right. But mm-hmm. half the time I would be playing soccer because I wasn't very lucky anyway, but, <laughs> oh, no. but, 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 oh, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, it's a, it's a journey peaks and valleys. <laughs> so, um, you know, Appa would never trust that I went to actually play soccer. So I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw him take laps in the car sometimes to just to see where I was going. I think he, he thought that I was doing something like drug related, if anything. I think oh, that was always okay. his worry. It, it was at the time. I'm I'm aging myself, at least on this part of the other part of the globe. It was at the time where Tim Hortons second cup, all the coffee shops were popping with all the Thummel people. They were all, uh, you know, patrolling and just hanging out there after school. And there was a lot of like mm-hmm. gangish violence or just violence in general. He just didn't want me mm-hmm. to be a part of it. He didn't even want me to work there, even though he had connections to get me hired easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he always thought I was just doing that stuff instead, instead of like, see, he's he was probably like this loser son of mine. He, he there's no <laughs> way he's dating anyone right now. <laughs> oh my God. I got caught though. I remember when I was younger in high school, so I was a kid and you know, so I went to a girl's school 
So like all girls? So Yeah, like just like all girls. So I went to an all girls school for seven years. Um, since I, from like 11 to 18 until I went to university and oh. I went to a, yeah I went to a girls school in like an area where it's mainly just girls schools or boys schools and sometimes you wanted to socialize with boys so I used to say I went to like after school clubs um after school because they yeah. those were yeah those are like an hour or an hour and a half and then I would we would hang out in the high street that was like the where the cool kids would hang out is the high street and that's where you know everyone was after school and I used to hang out there but then my mom's best friend lived two roads away from our school and so mm. they saw me on the high street talking like with my friends to a group of boys and they called my mom and my mom was there in 20 minutes she was there in a car like hunting me down and I was running away it was actually so traumatic and then I was never ever allowed to go to after school clubs because I'd been mm. bought lying I feel like yeah. if that was filmed there'd be a lot of quick zooms and and, and, and <laughs> weird weird reaction shots from people on the street yeah that's the yeah. thing you got you got to watch out for the spies I mean there's always someone somewhere yeah, literally you know even like and, and this may be a little uh off base but even um I remember when I was older I was going clubbing right and you go to a club and sometimes you'd have some thumbel uncle working in the club like um he, he's like the bar back or he's just he's cleaning up or so you know it's just like a like a, 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 a just a whatever job but he's there and then you're like wait a minute is this good like I don't know who this is but I'm I'm four drinks in I don't know what this, who this guy is and where he's gonna talk but I mean even as we've got older, like you said, now that I think about it, not not specifically from a clubbing event, but we have um, a, an event here called like Ghana brunch, where it's brunches for like, not students, but older people. Um, but sometimes they're at Tamil venues that are run by Tamil people. So they might recognize you. And that's happened before where my friend's dad owned dad's best friend owned the building and we were all there including my best friend and he recognized her and she literally was so scared to go home because it was a drinking event and everyone had been drinking and he'd seen her drink and it's something I just don't think you ever escape even if you're older even if you get married someone's always going to see, see you and always have something to say I feel like if you're going to be drinking at an event you're going back to your uh your home with your parents or guardians or what have you you have to know what the smell situation is like do they have good noses how's the muku situation you know like what's yeah. going on because i gotta tell you my wife right now she can smell alcohol like a mile away like if i drank not that i'm lying to her or anything but like she'll mm -hmm. be like did you take a drink today i'll be like no <laughs> and just to see it but she can smell it it's crazy so if you have parents wow. that are really adept at that it's tricky one of my friends uh, we all went to we all went to a wedding and um, obviously uh, at that time it was still a full pot of drink she's decked out in a sari um, we're all hammered when we're going home she goes home um, after hours of course her and it's a condo so it's it's not the biggest uh, I think there's only I think there was only one restroom in there she passes out in her sari in the bathroom so she gets woken up at like 7 a.m by her umma her amma is like, oh my God, she died. <laughs> Sorry. She, she went straight to death, like 
like she thought her daughter was so innocent that she just died in there uh, dark joke of course but that's i'm just telling it like it was and her brother had to be like no no she's just she was probably just sick from the food poisoning at the party she's good <laughs> obviously her up was like smelling her and it's like okay i know this is not the case but it's so funny like so obviously going home you have to hopefully be not in that state of mind but it's a it's amazing that going back to the sibling if you have the sibling and and, and you know obviously you're going to owe them one they are they can be your best ally so hopefully yeah. my tip out there is be, hopefully be on good terms with whomever you live with or at least make yeah. one ally in the house if you don't have a sibling like <laughs> sometimes i know that some some people are closer to their appa versus their amma or their uncle or whatever mm. so if you have that one maybe they can help you out a little mm. bit I, you're not very close to your parents because all they talk to you about is like studying and like making money and getting mm. married um you know because like sometimes you're like so how's uh how's life today doing i don't know why aren't you studying mm -hmm. if you if you have time to figure out life then you have time to study so then you can <laughs> you know if you don't have parents like that then hopefully you can get an ally if you do then well you're kind of in a situation like i was in and then it promotes lying if anything it wasn't the mm. best but it wasn't the worst <laughs> mm, that's true like you said as long as you're not actually doing drugs or selling drugs as your parents expect i feel like you're fine honestly i feel like especially i wish town parents understood not just that okay i do think alcohol is bad i'm not saying it's not bad but i feel like parents understood the societal norm of alcohol a little bit better so that they understand sometimes it's it's not us trying to poison ourselves or kill ourselves it's genuinely just we're having a good time because especially with my parents so I know my parents drink but they never drink in public and they don't drink in front of us so that's kind of what we grew up with and I think for them it was kind of like a taboo right like drinking with other people or drinking in public but for us obviously it's not like that I'm having to nowadays we're actually they're more open to having a drink which is really cool but growing up it was quite hard to explain that to them because it, for them it was just something they just didn't genuinely understand or weren't used to um but it's good i think in general i think all parents these days are more open and as generations obviously get more used to it they are more used to it but yeah there is a lot of undocumented alcoholism within Tamil families obviously mm -hmm. um with within any family within any cultural um with any culture but it, it's still legal to you know in in, in parents mm -hmm. minds whereas they think weed is still kind of like illegal even if it's legal like mm. here it's legal now so but they'll still be like mm. oh you can't do that right whereas they will accept the alcohol but I always say this I think if if the world discovered marijuana and alcohol right now which one would be illegal right it would probably be most likely alcohol it wouldn't be yeah actually. just due, due to the death factor and all that stuff oh this is gonna sound so bad and I, I hope my mom never finds this out I was getting ready date and I needed someone to film me so I got my mom literally to film me getting ready for my date and she doesn't know what she was filming me for she thinks that she was just filming me for like a content day and then I went out on a date and she has no idea and I feel so bad but for example for those kinds of things I definitely have flexibility in that sense where I can say I'm collaborating or filming content and then can definitely go out on a date gotten into a lot of trouble for some of my videos because people have sent my tiktoks to my mom or to my parents and they've been like oh this is what your daughter's doing 
or like even clothing wise when if it's if it's not like too modest or whatever and they send that to my mom and she's had a go at me not necessarily that she disagrees but it's because of what other people are saying or what other people going to say and that's been quite stressful definitely because I feel like I love the content I'm making but there is I feel like other content I could definitely make if I had like a hundred percent creative control within the means of my family especially like my mom always says it's always like not under my roof like if it, if I was living by myself I could do so much more but especially if it's under her house or her rules which I completely understand and I definitely do respect but in that sense it's definitely has caused trouble and especially now that I'm freelancing like even yesterday every single day my dad's like when are you getting a job when are you getting a yeah. job and I'm like I'm making money I'm good you know and he's like yeah but but how how can we even talk to people that you don't have a job how are we going to find your marbler without you having a job and I'm like I'm 23 I'm too young to be thinking about getting married anytime soon no no see you that this is where you're incorrect you're 23 (laughs) meaning that they are you know you're uh you're uh, you're an object of at at their prime clearly and they need to shop (laughs) you out uh, right, this person has yeah. lots of flexibility, knows how to film stuff, so they're obviously <laughs> gonna have connections to the wedding, like to videographers and stuff. So clearly, <laughs> yeah. it is clear that she must be marketed out ASAP, right? Like that's that's uh. the thing. And 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 I feel like Tamil parents, in in at least in my experience, it's it's a lot about like you meant a lot about perception, right? Members with their friends, and they ask about you. What? How do they describe you? Oh, she does like the getting ready stuff somewhere. I'm not mm-hmm. sure where, and they're like, so who employs her? Does she work for like the Bay or something or like some big store that uh, she's getting ready with their clothes and is she in fashion? I don't know, she just does stuff. Oh, you know mm-hmm. what, she's just a teacher. Yeah, she's a teacher, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents now just say I work for TikTok, like as if I'm an actual employee Ooh. for TikTok. That's what my parents Ooh. say, because it's a lot easier for them to say that than for me to sit there and explain that I'm a content creator because that's gonna people are gonna ask you know to see what you want so they just say that now that I just work for TikTok so apparently yes I work for TikTok now that would be nice if you were licensed by as a licensed creator you know what I mean like that would right I personally feel like there's more people reach out to me to like ask me out on a date and stuff like that and these are people I would have never even met through like a dating app because of the pool that I have now making content or people that I know genuinely are interested because uh, they like my personality and they that you know they think that I'm good fun however I feel like when you make content people know so much more about you than you know about them and it's really like it's really it can get really creepy so I've made content about going on a date and the next day I went out to eat with my friend and a random girl I'd never even met pulled a chair sat next to me and just went hey how did your date go yesterday and I was like <laughs> I don't know you and it was so scary that's super creepy but also I find some sort of amusement in that like I feel like I'd be like well let me let me ask you this (laughs) but yeah that's that's hilariously creepy right I uh, I don't think any um any person outside of the space would never ever understand that what that situation is and that's why you can feel for celebrities super status celebrities Mm -hmm. right like that just have everything out there just letting it all hang out and everyone just like Mm. knows and they talk to them randomly and stalk them I hosted some dating uh singles nights before and Mm. I saw that 
when, when dating becomes that industry specific situation at times, where if you're not, um, especially from a, a, a you know, a, a, I'm a man, so as a man, the man's experience, if you don't have like, I am a, an astronaut on you, right? If you're something that people don't understand, it seems mm. like you won't have the success in those situations. And mm. I feel like uh, because I was in a freelancing situation, I think it's like a, it's, it's almost like a negative at the time, at that time versus, and this is where I'm going to make it a battle of binary sexes here. It's almost like a plus one for you to be in that space, but it's a negative for me to be in that space because it seems like it's um, weighted differently. And that's how I felt before. Do you feel like that's how it is right now? Yeah, I think I would say it's definitely more beneficial for a woman to be freelancing or a content creator just because of the societal pressure for financial stability on a man. Similarly, I don't think, I feel like if you were creating content, you also would feel vulnerable that someone knows more about you than you would know about them. But definitely financial or like, I think it is really sad in a societal sense that I think it doesn't work in a man's favor. Even I feel like it doesn't have to be social media, like freelancing in general. Yeah, yeah. still has that negative view if you're freelancing like photography or especially with creative um, things, just because also in in our Asian community, we still have the, you know, golden trio of like being a doctor or a engineer or a lawyer who or like a banker who people still think are like above like I don't want to say above everyone else but a higher rated occupation compared to freelancing um which I think it is quite sad um and I think that's why I feel like a lot of people in creative industries end up dating people in creative industries just because you have so much more yeah common and you can understand each other um yeah, because I could not imagine dating a doctor, not because we, we're not compatible personality-wise, but we're in very different time, like time schedules and it would just never work because I'm someone who can pick my schedule and as a doctor, you really can't and I can't tailor around that all the time. Um, so it's a lot easier to tailor my work schedule with someone who can also tailor their work schedule with me. So, Well, yeah. unless, you date, unless you go big time and you get that that crazy surgeon who works like three times a year (laughs) oh yeah yeah the dream partner (laughs) yeah I do want to mention something about dating and TikTok in general I do think there is a lot of um I don't want to say fake authenticity but I think a lot of social media is pushing for authentic content or for being you know a true representation of themselves and I do think I'm guilty of this as well where I've not been feeling myself and I've been, you know, put on a certain front or whatever. And I think that really applies for dating as well, where I felt it, where I've stopped making dating content and I've had people ask about it. I've I've genuinely thought, hmm, maybe I should just fake some content. Do you know what I mean? And I know that sounds really horrible, but I think, yeah. And I think that's a lot, a lot, like another thing I think, as people who consume social media need to realize is not everything you see is 100% accurate, but also if someone's sharing their private life with you, they're sharing what they want to show you and to leave it at that instead of prying further and asking further questions. Because I've gone on a date and it's gone really well and I've had people ask me like, when are you going on another date? Um, who is the person? Tell us about the person. And it can get really, really um, overwhelming. So uh, that's something I would, 
point out about social media and this is not just with dating I think this is with other things as well like content reviews like product reviews maybe or just people sharing oh, their yeah. opinions it can be constructed because at the end of the day they are providing a form of entertainment um but yeah that also works with dating as well and um that is something I think I don't know how that will change if I'm honest with how TikTok does go or any social media really um, but yeah, that's the final thing really I would say about social media. Any any other last words you want to say? Any um, can can you remind us where you can find where people can find you again? Yeah, so um, I'm mainly on TikTok um, and on Instagram, but it's my name, which is Anukiraha A N U K I R A H A, and um, like I said, I make a bunch of different content. I am tailoring more of my content to feature more Tamil heritage. I love speaking Tamil. I love teaching people Tamil about Tamil culture as well so that's kind of where I'm going and if you love food which I hope everyone loves food is my one true love of my life um, I have my food channel as well which is Anikirha Eats um, and yeah you can see me there I've never heard anyone say they don't love food I mean right that's yeah. like hearing, I have heard people say yeah I'm not really into music and then I'm like <laughs> so yeah I know some some of the music on the radio sucks right now and they're like nah I'm not really into music I'm like, whoa, what that's do you do? That's haunting. I mean, it's not like I listen to music all the time, whereas some people- but You can appreciate good going, music. Of course, I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah. But I heard that from someone, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. Um, yeah. The the food thing is funny. I mean, sometimes I sometimes I don't care what I eat, like I eat to survive in, in a sense. Mm. And as you know, when you're freelancing, sometimes you don't have choices with what you're eating when you're on set mm. when you're uh, oh yeah so you get mm. you get the sense of I'm just gonna eat to go move on and then I'll have a good meal later but uh I know people like my wife who's like no I'm hungry but I'm not eating that you know and it, yeah. and it could just be a banana <laughs> to go. I mean <laughs> yeah sure but that's uh you know I, I in these podcasts I tend to throw her under the bus a lot but that's okay <laughs> she, she she is aware um, that's true though Thank you so well. I hope so. <laughs> Thank you so much um, for joining us. And I know uh, to all the viewers out there, there may have been some technical difficulties. I'll see if I can edit around that. But I'm sure you had a great time learning about what Anu does on the daily, when she gets ready for her dates. And please don't just sit by her and ask her how the date was. Be like all us other creeps and slide into the DM and be like, "How was the date?" can you go out with me so thank you so much for having me it was actually so fun I was nervous before we started but I feel so relaxed though yeah I, I hope that's the the sense that we give on on these podcasts I mean I don't feel like I'm intimidating so hopefully <laughs> no one feels that on their end 